Welcome to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. Our purpose is to have fun. Fun talking about small business stuff. Along the way, we're going to give you knowledge and tools to succeed with your small business, whether you're just starting up or or you're established and been around for a while. And if you're a small business owner, we can help you, no question about it, no matter how good your profits are or aren't. So who are you? Well, that's Jack Mancini over hey, there. Hey, wait. I'm hey, Adam Sonhalter. That's wait, Jack hey, over there. That's what? right. I didn't say who I was. That's right. I'll, I'll help you out here, Jack. All right. Thanks. We're uh, we're Maximum Part Maximum Value Partners. We're also the co-hosts here of Dirty Secrets of Small Business, and Jack and I have been together for about 15 years now. We've been coaching owners of small companies. We define uh, small as anywhere from one to 25 employees. And we personally owned and operated about 20 companies ourselves. And early on in our careers, we spent some time with big corporations. So we've kind of been there, done that, seen that, been through it multiple times before. And a big part of what we're trying to do with this show is to help. Uh, help you, the small business owners out there, or those who are thinking about starting a small business, and helping you through some of those challenges and issues that we know small businesses have. And if you're going through whatever you're going through right now, any challenge, opportunity, uh, experience, believe me, we've been through it either personally multiple times or been through it with clients of ours multiple times before and have all kinds of answers to it. We like to frame it from the standpoint that we talk about the biggest dirty secret of small business is that most owners are stuck in a state of how, H-O-W, <clears throat> how. And there's lots of how questions. And if you know an owner or if you are an owner of a small company, check yourself here. And I guarantee you over the course of the today, tomorrow, you'll probably have dozens of how questions that either you ask or somebody's asking you. But that, that how is something that starts out a lot with a lot of discussions and trying to figure it out. So we like to be the how guys help people get unstuck from that state of how. How guy is a good place to be. And, yeah, the endless how questions. If you just try to keep track of that, you'll you'll sort of laugh at the end of the day. My God, these guys were right. That's right. You have how questions coming up left and right. And some of you may ask more than once, but, again, it's there. And so, you know, we we, we joke with the owners that, that they have all the answers. You know, your team will come to you probably numerous times during the day to ask you, how do I do this, how do I do that? And usually you're the best person suited for that because you have a lot of the answers because you've been through most of these things before or a lot of these things before. Well, it's it's best suited, but there's no there's usually no other options. They, right. they go to you as the expert, whether you are the expert or not. If you don't answer it, there's going to be chaos. That's right, and you'll give them, and you'll give them some answer to it, and you, whether it's, whether you're making it up or you're researching it somewhere else. But a lot of what we deal with week to week with our clients is is helping them answer a lot of these how questions, and they'll often say, "How do I do this?" How, and it could be something very simple. And we have a couple of those that we usually will go through now week to week in terms of our show here, and we got one for you today as well. But if you have your own how questions, we always invite you to be part of the show. We're here in the studio every Monday from noon to one p.m. Eastern, and you can get us here in the studio at four four zero. Nine four six nine four six eight. The number again is four four zero nine four six W I N T. If you prefer to to do it virtually, we have a couple ways you can do that. One is by email. You can email us at radio at maximumvp.com, or you can go to our website, which is maximumvp.com, and go forward slash how. And there'll be a nice little form that pops up there. That you can submit your how question to us. We'll be happy to get it on the air here and address it and answer it for you. 
Uh, but our preference, as Jack has said in the past, uh, is to have you call in and we can talk to you live here and, and get and get some of your, your, your how questions answered. So so we're starting to accumulate some how questions. Uh, people have been, been emailing us, which you can do, as Adam said, you know, by looking at our site. And uh, we're going to incorporate those into the program. We won't use your name unless you want us to. Right. So our first talk question for today, one to kind of jump into here, Jack, is I think it's one that, that w- will relate to almost every owner out there. And that is, how do I stay focused? Isn't, often, that, isn't that easy? <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's no I, interruptions. There's no interruptions in your, in your next 10 minutes, is there? I remember what the, what the movie was. One of our clients years ago would talk about it, and he's pretending like he's being focused, being focused, and he goes, "Oh, like a squirrel, <laughs> right?" And it was one of those animated movies, and the, you know, the guys talking and doing his thing, or other owners have talked about kind of the shiny object syndrome. There's always this new shiny object that's that, that's kind of vying for their attention, um, but it's a it's a real challenge. Sure, it is. It's real tough, and uh, you know, staying focused is hard to do when you've got a couple things. The big picture items. You got a lot of people vying for your attention. So what does that mean? Internally, you might have some employees vying for your attention. You might have you know, externally, you have customers or vendors vying for your attention. Uh, if you've got you know a family, they're probably vying for your attention, or friends vying for your attention. You got a lot, a lot of people vying for your attention. I think I think with a lot of people, Adam, it just gets boring staying focused. So it, uh, most people aren't oriented to looking at the, the, the pain and suffering to get to the end result. So they need this constant stimulation and can be pulled off what they're doing. They aren't thinking in terms of, of efficiency and getting the most important things done. Those are, those are what we included. Everyone pontificates about what you should do, but staying focused is a discipline that that is very difficult to... Uh, repeat time after time for the variety of of interruptions, if you will, and demands for your time that come at you. So how do you handle that? I think you have uh, other things, too, which I think maybe touch on that a little bit, Jack, which is you have a lot of ideas that come to you. So those are more internal, where you're, again, maybe you're you're reading an article, you're you're, you're watching a program, you saw a tweet, you know, it's, it's something where all of a sudden, hey, it triggers a thought in your mind. And so your point, again, that's why, uh, again, whether it be the squirrel or the shiny object, it's something new, <laughs> exciting, squirrel. with tremendous possibilities, and uh, it's fresh. That's right. Like, that, to your point, that could be very exciting. It's not as, not as boring. And we, 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 we often talk to people about this when we, when we first meet an owner, that it can be very, very boring running a company that, that's running well. And they laugh and scoff. So, oh, you know, I'd love to get to that point where I'm bored with the. Okay, well, well you're you're a long <laughs> ways off from getting bored. We have to tell them. So, right. <laughs> but take years. But uh, but many of them will get there, and they get the, and they say it, it does get. I say boring because again, there's there, there's certain there's a certain excitement to a bunch of new things coming in, and hey, I'm not sure what I'm going to see today when I go in, you know when I when I go into work, and that you know that can create its own excitement as well as stressors that are part of it. True. And again, can can pull you off task. Well, we don't have too many clients that stay focused well. There are a few, but most get uh, diverted pretty quickly and easily. And it shows itself in midnight email messages. <laughs> we have uh, several clients who like to, <laughs> like to do that. <laughs> and 
you know, they're they're thinking about stuff rather than let's get the big prides done. Let's let's get the loose ends. When you start to get into the loose ends and the more minor minor uh, uh, pieces of of a project, that's when it really starts to get boring. That's why, when things well, slip. Why is that, Jack? Why is this hard to finish? Yeah, you, you, people will get. 80% of the way there, or they get things laid out, and they kind of push and push, and then all of a sudden lose lose steam. Well, that's the whole thrust of focus, you know? Stay focused. Run run through that, uh, what do they call the finish line tape here on a race? Yeah. The, the finish line the tape, tape on yeah. the race. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> run through <laughs> that's it. That's what they call it. <laughs> yeah, we, have, we, have another, we have another client who's a personal trainer, and they said, you know, they don't give out gold medals for the 90 meter dash it's 100 meters right <laughs> that's okay much okay. better way of saying yeah. it that's you got you right. got to go all the way through and most people will give up or stop just short just short of seeing that and so you know one of the one of the criteria that, that, that jack and i look for in terms of folks that, that we that will take on as clients is that they've had some success in their life very important huge importance and a big reason for that is they know what it looks like to have success so if you've never had success, whether it be going back to your debate team in grade school, whether it be a sporting team you're involved in in high school, or you know whether it be, you know whatever kind of competition you've been involved in, or, or, or level of success that you've achieved, yeah, it doesn't have to be grandiose and headline grabbing, and it it you know that that the the pats on the back, the adulation that that comes from that, from if nothing else, family and friends who are around you and are aware of it. It kind of boosts yourself. Uh, you're, it it boosts your your uh, ego isn't quite the right word, but it it gives you a boost to make you crave for more of that somewhere down the line. That to me is a a, a big part of focusing. You know, focusing without that, boy, that's that's a tough. It's tough not to be fed that. Well, so I think what you're talking about, Jack, a couple of things, depending on your style. One of the things that we, that we use with all of our clients is a tool called DISC, which is a behavior assessment, Wait D-I-S-C. Minute, DISC, DISC, D-I-S-C. is that something that people Not put out by, by shovel and snow? No. No. <laughs> no, unless they fall fall and slip on the ice. That's different, Jack. That's having uh, shovel okay. and snow. That's clean scraping, your car. Wait, scraping clean ice your off your car. you got to be careful. Yeah. you got, you got uh, skating rinks out there. That, that can happen. That's right. This is a different kind of disc. It's a behavior assessment. And there are a couple of you know, ways to look at this. But one of the ways they, they divide people in terms of their behavior is they are more task-oriented or they're more people-oriented. So part of what you're talking about there, Jack, in terms of the folks who, who like to be recognized or get, or get adulations you know, for what they've accomplished, that's more of those people folks. Again, they, they get a lot of energy from, hey, people are acknowledging you know, you know, what I've done. That's, you know, that, you know, that, that feels good. Well, the task folks... They get energized by just accomplishing that goal. You know, the adulations are all well and good, but that's not the big driver for them. The, the driver is, hey, I set out a goal to get that 100-meter dash and be the first yeah, one to take. Yeah, you're right, you're right. And they've, and, and, and they've accomplished that. So either way, no matter how you're built, whether you prefer to get the adulations and recognition for it or if you just like, you know, again, the, the, the achieving of that goal that you set out to, the, the, to do, either one's okay. But it's having that motivation and knowing what it looks like. Know what it looks like to be able to make different sacrifices or be able to keep pushing through. We don't feel like getting up and doing whatever you got to do. You know, it, well, it's getting up and, 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 and doing those extra laps to, you know, in order to make sure you gotta, you're got you going to get there. You'll push through that because you know that if you don't do that, the job you're not isn't going to be done. No, yeah. that's a very good, very good so point. Very good analogy. So, yeah, so it's seeing what that's like and so and know what that's like. And if you've done it and you've had some success with it, 
that helps to push you through the not wanting to do it. And a big part of what we help folks do is help to kind of get them through that too. At times, again, depending on the 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 uh, the situation, it can be hard to be self motivated all the time. That's a big reason why I've got you know what we do from our coaching standpoint, helping to coach owners of small companies, help to, to help keep them going if times get a little bit tough like that. So, getting yourself disciplined. What's the, what's the the basic summary up to this point of coaching, or not of coaching? Well, trying of to, first of all, we're trying to figure out is why people are not focused, and then you know, to me, we're, you know, we can get into this in, in our next segment, Jack, which is, you know, what what do you focus on? Are the apparent stakes not high enough in most cases? Are they got to be bigger deals, and people will bigger deals to whatever the the, the task at hand is. If they're smaller and minor and the, the basic work has been done, 90% of it, that last wrap-up piece is pretty tough to push over the... Uh, I don't know. I think it's a little simpler than that. I think it comes down to, to plans. You know, I think it's, so you got to have the plans in place to make that start to happen. If you don't have the plans in place, it's not going to work real well. So, all right. Stick around. When we come back, we're going to delve a little further into this in terms of how you stay focused. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And who am I? I'm Jack Mancini. And basically, um, we're business coaches with Maximum Value Partners. And we help people get unstuck from the state of how. Yes, we do. Stay tuned for more Dirty Secrets of Small Business (laughs) on Integrity Radio, WINT, 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online at wintradio.com. Welcome back to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini with Maximum Value Partners, MVP. That stands for Most Valuable Players. And if you have us in your life, you have a couple of good, most valuable players, that's for sure. We're business coaches. We help owners of small companies get unstuck from the state of how. Don't wrestle with all those how questions yourself. That's right. We can help. What we do is help make our clients the MVP of their company, which is which is what you got to be as the owner, be able to, to to run the company well and do it well. Uh, we're here every Monday from noon to one p.m. Eastern, and we'd love to hear your how questions. And you can reach us here in the studio at four four zero nine four six nine four six eight. You can also email us at uh, radio at maximumvp.com, or we have a nice little form on our website. If you go to MaximumVP.com forward slash how, you can submit your how question that way. So we've got three ways to get a hold of us that way, whether it be on the phone or virtually through email or, or, or filling out the form on our site. What we were talking about in our, you know, before, before the break was the how question of how do I stay focused. And we're chatting a little bit about why it can be, can be kind of tough and the key of knowing what it looks like to be successful, right? Well... I think one of the biggest reasons why people are not focused is they don't have a plan. So people are very confident saying, hey, you know, you know, I've got, you know, I, I coach a couple of young teams here and they all want to win this championship or that championship, everything else. But it's easy to say that. But what's the plan to get there? How do you, you know, make the steps in order to make that start to happen? And uh, so if you don't have a plan in place to get there, <clears throat> chances are you're not going to get there. I don't know. I think uh, even with a plan... It's very hard for most people to get themselves focused. That's well, what the yeah, whole thing is. 
they, they, they focus they, on getting basically, the plan pulled together. Yeah, well, the plan can be pulled together and laid out in front of you. But if it's not stimulating, isn't that really what, what creates people from deviating from focus? If they're stimulated? If they are if yeah. they are stimulated, they're they're gonna stay with it. If they aren't, isn't that the, the, the prime reason? Um, you know, I, I was somebody was talking about the word relaxed and how usually that, that term, hey, relax, Adam. Uh just relax and Makes you take all it stiff. easy. Well what happens <laughs> Is you do just the opposite. He was given a bunch of examples. Usually, someone tells you to relax when there's a crisis for you. You're you're either laying in a hospital bed or just had some traumatic experience. And he uses the the program Cops. Did you ever watch Cops? So so here's somebody running <laughs> running from the police. They get caught. They get rustled down. More police, uh, you know, come around, and all of a sudden there's six big bruisers of of policemen on on top of this guy. And, you know, even if he moves an inch, no matter what, the, the cop on top of him is going to tell him to relax. And that's the last thing he's going to do is relax. He can't. It's impossible for him to relax. Now, why is that? Everything's in his best interest to relax, but he can't do it. He's in, he's in a situation that it just doesn't play out. And I think focus is something like that. So you, you see people telling themselves to focus. Oh, I can't. I'm not getting this thing done. Yeah, yeah. So in my mind, I'm saying, focus, focus, Jack, focus. The more I say focus, Jack, the less I focus, because now I'm worried about the word focus and and <laughs> what's involved with that. One of those very, as always, complex situations. Of course, but I think you know, our experience shows, Jack, that if well, when we're dealing with the owners of small companies, they don't know what to focus on. So because they don't have a plan. They don't have a plan because yeah. they have people coming at them all the time. We used to joke early on that, you know, if you didn't get to the owner by 9.30 in the morning, forget about it. That's right. Because his or her day was already set at that point based on folks who would come into their office, the phone that rung, whatever it might be, they had their fires for the day to be able to address and kind of put out. And so the, the, the motivation originally comes from being tired of doing that, of doing all the firefighting and, and just kind of going back and forth on those things to say, okay, I need to, be, to, to find a better way to do it. So once you get that, it's getting over that hump to say, okay, a plan. Now, how do I put that plan together? And once you get that, what you're talking about, Jack, is once I get the plan together, I don't think, again, our experience, 90% of the folks have no plan at all. Well, that's true. So That's true. So, so they, we have a different issue, which is you're touching on, which, okay, once I have the plan, how do I, how do I stay focused on the plan? I'm saying, if you're having trouble staying focused, I'm saying, get a plan first. What's my plan? And, and, and very simply, what's the plan for this year? Here we are, you know. It's 2017, okay. What's the plan for for 2017? What's the plan for the year? You know, in terms of you know money that you're going to make this year, sales coming in, expenses, and profit for your business. See, that's what we as coaches provide. We provide that push, that holding feet to the fire, so you can get that plan. Well, it's also the how-to. Most of them don't. don't you, you, True. Tell an owner, hey, put together your plan, Jack. Okay, no problem. And I go away and like. They don't know. I don't, how, I they don't, don't know, know what to, to do. do. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what to do. They don't even know what questions to ask. Right. They, so they have a bunch of how questions that they they have, and nobody to answer them unless they call us at three in the morning. Right. You so get those calls, don't you? At three in the morning, phone calls, emails, texts. <laughs> I'm up. I'm, and I'm awake sometimes to get those. I know you. Those are good stories. There's somebody <laughs> trying to be focused. Right. 
And if you weren't there, they'd go back to bed and they wouldn't be focused when right. we saw them the next time. Well, they're focused on what's right in front of them. That's usually what happens, right? And the focus is on maybe the, not necessarily the right things for the business. That's often where the, where the, where the key is. It's changing the focus. So it doesn't that they need to be focused. It's what are they focused on. So how do I stay focused? And you're saying if we have a plan, that's the first step or that's the solution? That's, Certainly the first step. That's the first step. Of, you yeah. know, I have to have a plan that I'm focused on. Here's what I'm trying to accomplish. Again, going back to, hey, I'm trying to be the first one to, to cross the, you know, the, the, the finish line. I'm you know, trying to win that championship. Whatever it's going to be, here's my goal. Here's what I'm trying to, okay, what's the plan to get there? If I don't have a plan to get there, hey, you know, it's great. It's easy to say, hey, you know, I'll be the first guy finishing that race, Jack, but I'm going to sit around and I'm going to eat a bunch well, of Christmas gonna, cookies. Well, I'm not going to not gonna train at all, do all these guys. I'm just going to say that I want it, but I'm not going to do anything that, that, that helps me get there. Well, now wait. Now you're talking about a level of planning. If I want to be first, I'm going to, and you're pressing me to, to, to ask what the plan is for the race, I'm going to say I'm going to run my ass off, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let me that's, do it this way. Wait, hey, that's, that's what I'm going to do I to execute our, the plan. That's all right. So my, 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 my plan is to, is, is to take a second off my time, okay? Say I'm running, you know, I'm running that in 15 <laughs> seconds, let's say. I want to run it in 14 seconds. Okay. So I don't care if I finish first or 10. I mean, I'm, I'm running against me. My plan is my plan to, to achieve this goal. So how do I shave a second off my time? That's, that's pretty hard to do. It is. So how do I do that? you got to run your ass off. <laughs> <laughs> but I've already run my ass off to get to 15 seconds. Now you're try, you know, it's, it's as fast as I can go right now. No, it's the fine details of focusing. How do I focus? How do I stay focused? Because well, that implies differently. you've been focused somewhere in the process. You're focused on the wrong things. Yeah, you're focused yeah. on what's in front of you, typically. Right in front of you. It'll be walking in your door or you know, making your phone ring or coming across an email. It's all these, I'll you know, call it fires. Most owners are in a firefighting mode, and they're focused on that. They aren't focused on the plan. Closing, they plan. closing their door for sure. Don't take calls. Don't even stay in the office. Go home. and uh, why, why do people get away from the office so often? Because they're interrupted. Done. Yeah, they to get some work, work done to, <laughs> right. to, to, so they can stay focused. You know, that's the... That's the same as getting work done. I yeah, think well, it is. <laughs> to a certain extent, right? So, you know, if you have a plan, what you're able to then do is to know when somebody's in front of you, how does that, what they're presenting to you, impact the plan? Does it, is it part of the plan? Should it be part of the plan? If not, I put it over here. Hey, I'll address it. You know, it, it, as we've mentioned often on you know, on this show, we've mentioned umpteen times in our time together about about things can wait 24 hours that's right most things can wait 24 hours short of the, the actual building burning down so if it doesn't fit into the plan you're trying to, to trying to execute you put it aside very comfortably put it aside you don't need to address it right now yeah it's 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 one of those it's one of those things it's one of those words that that we know what to do but we don't do it so many people fall under that you know, under that umbrella. They know what to do, but they don't do it. Well, I have confidence that they could focus on the plan once they figure out how to get the plan pulled together, Jack. We, we've seen that with, with with many of our clients. The, the, but wait, the, they, if they don't know how to do it, like well, like we have that one client who we'll be talking to shortly here, that uh, the profit plan, pulling it together, we, we want him to basically direct the meeting. He doesn't know how to do that. That's right. So he's going to stay focused, but he doesn't know what Sorry. to do, even we'll, though he's been coaching him forever. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get that on the other side of the break here, okay. Jack. So stay Good tuned to hear a little bit more about 
how we're staying focused here on our show of 30 Secrets of Small Business. So stay tuned for more of that focus. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini with Maximum Value Partners. As we've been saying, we are business coaches, and we help owners of small businesses get unstuck from a state of how. Stay tuned for more Dirty Secrets of Small Business on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online at wintradio.com. Welcome back to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini with Maximum Value Partners, MVP. We're business coaches, and we help owners of small companies get unstuck from the state of how. Don't wrestle with all those how questions on your own, honestly. We can help you. We've helped hundreds of small business owners, Adam, 1 to 25 employees, any industry, any size in terms of financial numbers. We've been all over the place, all over the country. So we can help you, I'm sure. That's right. We specialize in those owners of small companies, which Jack said is one to 25 employees. And we have a lot of fun doing it, and we share our experience and wealth of knowledge between having been together now as partners for about 15 years and coaching a lot of these small uh, owners of small companies, but also we've owned and operated 20 companies ourselves. And we worked for big corporations early in our careers. So we've kind of, again, we've been there and done that as it relates to almost anything as it relates to business. And we like to say we help get those owners unstuck from the state of how. And we're focused on different how questions here on our show. And you're always invited to be part of the show if you want. You can get us here in the studio every Monday from noon to 1 p.m. The number in the studio is 440-946-9468. If you can't call in when we're here in the studio, you you can reach out via email which is radio at MaximumVP.com, or head to our website at MaximumVP.com forward slash how, and there's a nice form there you can use to submit your how question. We'll be sure to get it on the air here and help to address it and uh, get it answered for you. So in the meantime, we're going to continue on with the discussion we are having in our prior segment, which was a question that we get a lot and we deal with a lot with, with owners of small companies, which is how do I stay focused so we've had some discussions in terms of you know what does it mean in terms of you know the ability to focus or not focus and what what we've concluded here as part of our discussion is that really the issue is that the owners can focus the question is what are they focusing on and it tends to be for for many owners is it's the very short term stuff it's the what we call firefighting it's the immediate needs that are the, the, that are going on in the business one of the dirty secrets of small businesses that most owners do not have a plan for their business year to year Okay, whether it be long term or not, but even for the year, if you were to ask an owner what their plan is for for for, for 2017, most owners will not be able to give you a a plan that shows here's what we're going to do next year in terms of revenue, and expenses and profit for next year. We probably can count on one hand the number of clients out of the hundreds we've had who have a good plan, a good financial plan, and it's just not a financial plan. It's it's all the assumptions drawn on all the resources of the organization come to bear and are presented in one grand visual called the profit plan. Everyone should have one who's running a serious business to make serious profits. And if you don't, it's very difficult to make decisions of any consequence. It's, it's, in fact, it's almost impossible. So you need that plan. And the word, 
how do I stay focused implies that you were focused somewhere along the line. Right. So you wandered off the reservation here, and now you got to get refocused. Well, that's kind of what we're trying to address here. If you don't have a plan, you don't stand a chance because it's going to be very small-sighted stuff, and the door's going to be knocked on if you try to close it, and here's your employee sticking his head in and and uh, and or she she needs an answer for this or a customer needs something done right now. There's no discipline put into the organization. We see it time and time again. That's right. And as as we said before, as Adam said before, unless unless your office is burning and you can't even put it out with a, a local fire extinguisher, is extinguisher, ex- extinguisher. Extinguisher. You. Thank you. Yep. Uh, unless you can do that, it's not a crisis. If it's if it's burning, the building's burning. You better get out. <laughs> Otherwise, everything can wait for a day. You realize that. That's right. So that's a that's a that's an easy short term plan to deal with, right? Which yeah. is get out of the building when it's burning. That's right. Um, even some people don't do that. That's okay. But we're going to focus on again the, the 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 idea of having a plan in place that instead of being reactionary, which is where most owners are, they're reacting to what's going on instead of being the ones driving towards the the succession of a plan. If you're going to succeed at something, you want to make sure you have a plan in place and see how you do you know against it. So, you know, to Jack's point, it's not just some some financial exercise of going through putting some numbers on a piece of paper. There's a lot of thought and and and, and the, the best thinking of uh, of everybody in your company towards making this plan. Here's where we, here's what we think we, we we can do next year, and here's the actions we got to do to make sure those things happen. So we put together the plan and start to focus on executing it month to month. What has to be done to make that plan reality? And so, if, if you have a company that's been around for a while, you have the beauty of having some history. So the best place to start is with that history. So go look at your last couple of years. Look at your P&L, your profit and loss statement, your income statement. It's all the same thing, which you can go on. If, if you can't figure out how to do it, talk to the person who handles your numbers. But take a look and see you know, what kind of sales have you had in the last couple of years? What's that number been? What kind of profits have you had? Get some big picture idea. Here's what, you know, all the activity that, 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 that we're doing should be going through those numbers where you can start to see stuff. Well, if somebody is running a company and they aren't focusing now, can they be taught to focus? Absolutely. How do you do that, Adam? How do you f- teach somebody to focus? Well, usually somebody's unfocused because they aren't sure what to focus on, so they're that proverbial chicken with the head cut off running around trying to get everything done at once. So we give them the idea, so here's what you need to, here's what you can focus on. Actually, it becomes a tremendous relief. You know, I've had clients before that have come, even you know, when, when they're at the startup phase, they've got 18 different ideas of what they want to do in terms of bringing revenue in. And I don't know about you guys in the audience here, but you know, to focus on 18 different things is, 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 is impossible for me. I can't do it. Uh, you know, I'll speak for Jack. Jack can't do it either. And chances are you can't do it either. But you can focus on a couple different things. And so get very laser-focused, and here's what I want to be working on in order to be able to generate revenue for the, for the company. So, so you gotta you gotta be a decisive person to some degree to pare that list down to maybe the top three or four, and don't worry about what's happening on the other few. So you got eighteen things that you consider worthy projects to put. Yeah, to do isn't the right word, but to put on a list that you consider important, and you're going to focus on those. So you say it's not going to happen. Yeah, you know it won't happen. They aren't gonna. Nothing will get done if you're trying to to manage and balance those those eighteen. Right. So how do you do it? How well, do you not worry about 
the other got, the yeah. other twelve or fourteen of them or whatever it's going to be. Well, you got you got to make choices. You got to be not not be afraid of missing opportunities. This may go for those of you who are, who are in the retail space. You had retail clients over the years too, and many of them they cringe at not being open for a full day or <laughs> shrinking the hours up. Right? Maybe only if, 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 if it's a diner, only being open for breakfast and lunch as opposed to being open for dinner as well. Or you know, just to, to squeeze those hours down, they're afraid of missing certain opportunities, and that's again, I'll call it more reactionary. And that's it's, what I'm calling, you know, lack of decisiveness. Right. So they're they're afraid the deal of the century is going to be missed if they aren't there, if they close an hour early, if they take off a half a day, start closing on Mondays or whatever it's going to be. Yeah, yes. that's what happens. So, so instead, I'm going to stay in a state of non focused activity and reactionary i'll keep using that term reactionary firefighting where you're reacting to the outside world not your plan so why on earth would you do that as the owner honestly you have to ask yourself that question well, why would you let everybody else control your business instead of you controlling it well that's when we get sheepish grins when we confront you know, our clients with that with that question you know they because there's no good answer for it Hey, I want to stay unfocused and stay in a state of semi-confusion here. And no, I've never, I've never heard that. You can't, you can't, you can't even say it without laughing, Jack. Right? People, no, but that's they that's aren't saying it, but saying they're it. they're doing it, right? That's right. So they're they're showing it by their actions, and so by the the the, the time they get to us, they've got the point where where they're done doing that. Okay, and some it may take a few months, some maybe a few years, some maybe a few <laughs> decades, right? And some never get there. That's right. But, uh, again, if you're having trouble staying focused, usually that means that you don't have that plan in place. And so it's as simple as getting that profit plan down. It's something that your accountant might call a budget. Oh, and, God. Oh, it's, oh, why did you say that I'm word? Sorry, I know. It, it's making my ears bleed here, Jack. But I'm trying to relate to the audience who, who's, who talks that Somebody way. Somebody in our booth just collapsed here when you said that <laughs> word. <laughs> so, you know, budgets are, are just awful things. It's an awful word. It's tired. It's dusty. It gives all the wrong feelings. Even if I mentioned the word, Jack's crossing his, crossing his arms because it's, it's, so, it's so uncomfortable for him to kind of even use that term. That's right. But the, the, the budget usually focuses on the wrong thing. It focuses on just the expense side of stuff as opposed to profit. And if you have to have a profit plan, we're looking at revenues and expenses and the profit. And what gets exciting is showing a nice profitable company. That's exciting. It's exciting to put the plan, the profit plan together, and it's exciting to see it unfold. Yes, it is. And that's what focusing is all about. And so let me come back to an earlier comment here where you mentioned that people who have had success is a key for us in terms of when we're selecting clients that we bring on as, you know, as coaching clients for us. If they haven't had success, they don't know what it looks like. So our clients usually have had some success, and maybe they've never had success with, with pulling together a profit plan, but they know between our experience, what we're talking about, they appreciate that, hey, somebody knows what they're talking about, can help get me to where I'm trying to go. So they appreciate that we've had the, the success not only ourselves, but with many, many clients to get this stuff in place. So right. they'll take that leap right. of faith, knowing, hey, this is what it, this is what I need help to help get me where I'm trying to go. And that's a big part of it, saying, look, this is what, what we need, this is what I need as an owner to make sure I'm going to get to where, where we're trying to go, to be, again, be in control versus what you were saying before, Jack, in terms of, hey, I want to be unfocused and not control. Again, nobody consciously does that, but they act that way quite often. People will, will say they want to be held accountable. Oh, God. No, they, that's another one of those awful feet, words. They right. want feet, feet held to the fire. You know, well, you yelling in my face mm -hmm. and do all this stuff and yeah, slap me around. Go to boot camp. Boot camp. Draw blood. Right. 
Yeah, boot camp is <laughs> another one of those. I can't, I can't focus myself, so I'm going to go through physical pain. <laughs> physical pain and have you inflict it so I can stay focused. That sounds like a good deal. Yeah. Right. Where's our, our massotherapist? <laughs> yeah, the, the, the folks who, are, who talk about wanting to go to boot camps, Jack, are the ones who've never been to boot camp. That's right. Like, I've never been to boot camp. I've heard about it. I've, I've read about it. I've seen stories about it. I have no desire to go to boot camp, Jack, especially now. I don't blame you, Adam. I, I've been to boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't like a fun place to go that, I would, that I'd sign up for it and pay for it for sure. They've wussied it up a little bit, as I understand. They have. But, All right. Uh, well, that happens when sometimes. When men were men and blah, 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 <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. All right. Well, we're going to finish up when we come back after this break with, uh, again, we're, 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 we're figuring out how to help you stay focused and focus on a plan. So you can be in control of your business. So stay tuned. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini with Maximum Value Partners. We are business coaches that help owners of small companies get unstuck from the state of how. Stay tuned for more Dirty Secrets of Small Business on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online at wintradio.com. Welcome back to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini with Maximum Value Partners, MVP, Most Valuable Players. That's how to think of us. We're business coaches, and we help owners of small companies get unstuck. They get unstuck from the state of how. All those how questions that come into your life as a small business owner every day. If you stop and think about them, you got 20 of them, probably easy. We help you. We help you get unstuck from those from that state of how. Yes, we do. And think about how frustrating that can be. You know, you know, we're up here in the in Northeast Ohio area, and it's winter time, and a lot of ice and snow out there. So, you know, if, if you've ever been stuck in a snow drift, you know, I got stuck about a year and a half ago driving the kids to school, and we hit an ice patch and slid off the road, Jack, and it went up. And you know, thank God we didn't hit hit anybody or anything. We just got caught up on like a you know on a snow drift, right? <laughs> it's, there's, there's almost nothing, nothing more frustrating than that. You know, you're trying to get it off and rock the car back and forth. You got to dig the thing out, get underneath there, and the kids are laughing because they're you know going to be late for school. And they're 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 all good with that. Very difficult to yeah. get out by yourself. Yeah. But if you call somebody, well, what happened come was with, that people oh, that came on. by that the, 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 I, I got texts from later say, "I saw you. You were stuck on the side of the road, but I didn't have a shovel or couldn't do anything to get you helped out." But you know, after about ten minutes, somebody who I knew stopped, grabbed the kids, took them to school, came back and helped me out. And just so happened that the the, the 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 yard I got stuck in, I was knocking on their door. They you know they weren't there, but their garage was open. And what do you know? There's a nice coal shovel sitting right there. So <laughs> I went and bar- I borrowed their coal shovel, <laughs> dug myself out. Then the guy came back, helped me, you know, kind of get dug out. And as we're getting just a, you know just enough, of the snow pulled out. The, here, here comes a police officer who we knew. His wife actually teaches at the kids' school. So guys, you know, got me pulled out and got you know on my way after about forty minutes. Returned the coal shovel you know, back to the person. They had no idea that they even, even helped me out. But having some people there to help you when you get stuck—that's the is, lesson. It's good fantastic, lesson, right? Yeah, absolutely. So the owners of companies are stuck there or stuck somewhere, and a big part of what we do, you know, week to week with our clients, even day to day, because we're available for our clients twenty-four-seven, is help them get unstuck. And so they don't get those times of being very frustrated because if they do, we, we admonish them. Say, why don't you call us to talk about this, right? We, help, we can help you get moving along. And if you're not stuck too often in your business, you're going to continue to kind of flow and, and do very, very well. 
And so what we've been talking about you know, for, for, for today's show is how do you stay focused? And what we've concluded at this point is people are very good at staying focused. They're just focused on the wrong things. And they uh, need to focus on getting the plan down for their business and focus on the next that's year. Right. They need a plan. They, they, you know, it comes down to that. Without a plan, what are you focusing on? You're focusing on the, the randomness of the business. You aren't focusing on getting the desired profits made for your company. That's right. How can it, how can it be otherwise? can't be. So if you as the owner are not in control and know what you're trying to achieve then the rest of your company's not going to be either. So they'll be reactive just like you're being reactive. And the people in control of your company are going to be either your employees, your customers, or your vendors. All the wrong people. Should be you. Should be you to make sure you're in control of your business. So part of your plan should be figuring out who the right customers are for your business. And who are you planning to fire in 2017? Which customers are you planning to fire? That should always be part of your plan. Because no, there's some customers that you've got that aren't the right customers for you. Well, that's that's true. But, you know, different emphasis on planning requires that analysis. Well, to but let's say you got you know, every owner who's listened to this, you know you've got customers that if they went away, you'd be you'd be a great relief. Now what's keeping them there is maybe they're a, maybe they're a big customer in terms of dollars and in terms of sales. But if we do, we, we do, to do a little analysis like you're, you're talking about, Jack, we find that they're, they're probably not very profitable for you because they're paying the butt to take a lot of your time, a lot of your people's time, all of a sudden, all the time and effort that goes into this. And they aren't fun. They aren't appreciating you. So chances are you aren't really making much money. If you are, it's not worth it at that standpoint. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of people have trouble making that decision, but it's one of those decisions that once made, hey, why did I do this, oh. uh, you know, a long time ago. Yeah, well, if I have no plan in place to grow my sales or to find new customers, well, think about how much time and effort you're spending with this customer who's the wrong customer, right? So if I can plan that out and lay it out on a piece of paper and say, okay, here's what that looks like. Here's the impact for the next three months. If we get rid of that customer, here's what that looks like. You have a client going through that right now. It's been, he's been in business for almost 20 years, okay? And the, 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 the basically the customer he started with is not the right customer. And he's been talking for a couple of years now about you know how they haven't been the right customer, but hasn't been willing to pull the trigger because again they've been, from a dollar standpoint, it's been it's been a pretty sizable customer for him. But it's finally coming to a head now. This you know this year going in, in, into 2017, where he's he's going to pretty much you know be done with it. It's a mutual thing, okay? They're, they're they're mutually agreeing to kind of move on after about 20 years. And the way we're helping to keep him focused and calm is on his plan for this year. So yeah, this is a company that's doing about two million in sales. And the company, or not even two million, it's about a million and a half. And what he's going to lose is about twenty percent of that. That's a big number. Twenty percent of your sales number. is a big it takes number, a right? Takes a while, but well worth. So it. yeah, so to come in and say, you know, fire those people. And again, we had clients that had almost ninety percent of their business from a from a from a customer that was the wrong customer. So it can be done. We aren't saying just go in and just fire them today. You can do that's one way. That's one way to do it, Jack. Go in and say, hey, I'm done with you. You're done. I'm, you know, you know, get out of here. You can do that, <laughs> but that's not necessarily the best plan to make it make it happen. But might be a good motivator to get you out and do stuff. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, part of your plan should be to fire a customer this year. Yeah, that's a good idea. The, the fire you got a lot of them. Yeah, yeah fire uh, fire five percent of your customers this year. Right. Can you picture? Yeah, picture one. Start with the one. Who, who, if the, if there's one customer you can wish that that, that you, you never saw them again. And then you put get a market, put a marketing plan together to focus on the customers that you do like. Right. I mean, that's what to uh, be able to replace them. All time and effort you're putting with that wrong customer. Put it, that's where it becomes kind of fun. And one of the best ways we know to fire customers, Jack, 
Oh, how do you raise their how prices? Do you do that? That's right. Keep raising their prices, right? Because if they're willing to pay that, what we call the PIA premium, that's a pain in the ass premium. That's that's the. That's if they're willing to pay that, which they should be. That's a very be. useful premium. Yeah, because if they're willing, you know, chances are somebody else is going to charge it for them too, because they are a pain <laughs> in the buttinski. All right. <laughs> so if if you do it, you got to price it to the point where it's worth worth whatever you know they're putting you through. So focus on that. But that's you know, one of the fun things you can have with planning is starting to, to plan those kind of things, and then you plan how to replace them. To your point, Jack, find the customers that are good. That hey, if I had five more of those kind of customers. Let's focus on getting those kind of customers. So how in do you there. find those? That's what you you focus your your efforts on, right? And that's where growth in the positive way happens. That's where peace of mind happens. That's where the culture of the company changes because you got better people you're dealing with. Or if yeah. I have the wrong if I have the wrong employees, Jack. How many times do we hear this? So and so did this, didn't do that, and I've got the you know, I've been dragging this employee along for years now. Hey, she's been with me since the beginning or early on or that, whatever it might be. Make a plan to get rid of that employee and replace him with somebody else. A lot easier. Lot, it's way better for the organization that you're working or you own, basically, to, to get rid of those distractions because that's what they are. And they take away from the energy, the positive energy of the company. So why have them around? That's right. I don't know. Well, these are, these are the kinds of things that pulling together a plan can help you focus on. It can be very, very energizing and exciting about things that have kind of been there for a while. But you aren't quite sure how to change them because it's you know day to day it's hard to imagine paying the bills with, without that big customer or getting stuff done without this employee. Who's, even though they're paying the butt, they're still getting some stuff done. So to to be, to be able to sit back and and plan it out, it becomes very very empowering to be able to move on from those either wrong customers or wrong people or part of your organization. It's well, done through the plan. You gotta you gotta have a, a financial look. You gotta be able to understand how to how that customer does create profits or not. And, it, you know, when you do the right analytics, it becomes quite easy, quite frankly, to make a decision like that. Yes, it does. So so that's our, our show on how to, how to stay focused. And it really ends with a plan. Okay, we stayed focused for a whole hour on this, Jack. It's pretty easy to do. We stayed focused. If we can do it. Anybody so, can, yeah, do it. can do it. Not well. anybody, but a lot of people can do it. <laughs> that's right. They have the plan in place. So, all right, I want to thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Dirty Secrets of Small Business. You're invited to be here every Monday from noon to 1. Uh, or you can get us on the podcast as well. But uh, uh, if you miss any of this uh, show, you can you can email us at radio at maximumvp.com. You can go find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash maximumvp. Or give us a call, 877-849-0670. Okay. We uh, basically, MVP has great relationships with our customers because we, we help them get to where they want to go. And we can help you too. We got great experience, and we have a lot of fun with our clients. If you miss this any part of this show or any of our prior shows, you can check us out on iTunes and subscribe to our podcast there. You can go to wintradio.com, look at their archive programs, or check us out on tunein.com. Learn more dirty secrets of small business next Monday at noon. Hey, thanks for listening on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM and 101.5 FM. And also, WINTradio.com.